tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know. Welcome to the Bench on self podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anshi, and thank you so much for tuning in. Bench on self podcast is about navigating binge eating disorder struggles, disordered eating, and negative body image. Although I share my personal experience with having a negative body image, eating disorders, and I do uncover bits of my personal story, this podcast is not as much about me as it is about you beautiful human beings who struggle, who fight, who grow, and who evolve every single day. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel supported on their recovery journey and simply for anyone who's trying to improve their relationship with themselves. I believe together we can turn something so negative, such as binge eating, into something more positive and hopefully go from binging on food and self-hatred to binging on self-love. Subscribe to the Bench on Selva podcast on your favorite platform and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. But there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know. Disclaimer, Bench on Selva podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for diagnosis or treatment. In this podcast, we cover the topic of eating disorders, so if you find this topic triggering, it may be better for you not to listen to this podcast. Always make sure to put your mental health first. Hello everyone, welcome to the Bench on Selva podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anshi and I'm your host. Thank you for stepping by and for tuning in. Binge on Selvav is a podcast about everything related to eating disorders, disordered eating, self-acceptance, recovery, and self-improvement. So if that's something you either struggle with or you are interested in, you came to the right place. Before we dive into today's episode, make sure to subscribe to the Binge on Selvav podcast on your favorite podcasting platform so you don't miss any future episodes. I recently turned 28 and as it happens for the couple of days prior and for the couple of days after my birthday, I found myself ruminating and thinking about everything I've experienced and haven't experienced and everything I've been through during those past 28 years. There were plenty of scenarios that ran through my head, but one thought specifically stood out to me. I caught myself thinking, I used to be so skinnier back in the day. I used to look so much younger. I used to look so much happier. By back then, I am referring to the period of my life when I was 18, 19, 20-ish. And for a little bit, I almost started to believe it, that I used to be so much happier back in the day. But I know quite well it's not true. It's just my mind creating this biased idea of how much happier I used to be back then because as you might have guessed it was a period of my life when I was dealing with anorexia and later on with binge eating disorder and I can tell you I wasn't happy at all. And yes I might have been skinnier back then and maybe I was younger but I definitely wasn't happy. I was very very lonely, loading myself, pleasing people who didn't deserve it. I was doing things for external validation And I was binging every single day. Although I tried to look at that period of my life as something that's kind of kind of a closed chapter, 
It still was that little eating disorder voice in my head reminding me how strong it once was. And this brought me to the idea of how important it is to let go of our past self and of who we once used to be in order to heal and to become who we are meant to be. So now without further ado, let's get into today's episode. We can't change our past. If, even if you want to, we can't. And I think that's okay. That's how it's supposed to be. Whether we like it or not, the past is part of who we are. And it has shaped us in one way or another. Again, perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with that. But all of this is easier said than done. And not dwelling on past or not regretting our past is also much easier said than done. When I take my rumination story that I've mentioned earlier as an example, it's not the first time this has happened to me. When I was in the recovery process, I didn't want to let go of that version of pre-eating disorder me. I thought recovering meant becoming that person I was back then, before it all started. And on one hand, it makes total sense, like... You used to be a certain way before your eating disorder and you kind of think that's the version you should become again after you recover from the eating disorder. But on the other hand, it doesn't make much sense because that pre-eating disorder me was a 16-year-old me with completely different life, with completely different circumstances, values, and most importantly, with a very different experience. And even if it wouldn't be a question of age and I would be talking about pre-eating disorder me being 25 and post-recovery me being 30, it would still be exactly the same case. Because after years of battling with an eating disorder and with myself, how could I possibly be that person I was before again? For a long time, I was attached to the idea of having the perfect body, the idea of eating super healthy, 100% of time and the idea of my body looking a certain way. No matter what was happening in my life, no matter whether I was binging, starving myself, hating myself, accepting myself or whatever, I was attached to that idea. And once I started my recovery journey, my focus shifted to health and to being happy and to living a life that I can actually enjoy. So I stopped focusing so much on the ideal body, but I haven't let go of it completely. From time to time, like this time around my birthday, it does come back to me and I'm back thinking, what if I could look like that? Wouldn't I be happier? For me personally, it was quite difficult to even imagine letting go of that idea of looking a certain way, in my case, this very unhealthy way. The eating disorder, the desire to eat as little as possible and to lose as much weight as possible felt like a part of my identity back then for a really long time. But again, during the recovery process, as I was able to understand certain things a little more and uncover certain problems more and more deeply, it became easier and easier to let go of that ideal body. I don't think I did let go that body ideal 100% yet, but I'm working on it and I'm very, very close to letting go of it. The more attached we become to our past self, to who we once were, the harder it will be to become who we're supposed to be. I'm not talking about not accepting your past or 
I'm not talking about pretending like it never happened, not at all, but I'm talking about letting go of who you were in the past. The eating disorder, the disordered eating, the negative body image, the negative relationship you might have had with yourself, all of that doesn't have to define you forever. The body ideals you created when you were 16 or 17, they don't have to define you anymore. I no longer agree with the body ideals I created back in the day. They're not healthy nor sustainable and most importantly, I know they would never make me happier. And just because they come back to my mind from time to time, it doesn't mean I agree with them. It's more like kind of like a habit and reminder of who I once used to be or who I once tried to be. But once we've decided to let go of that idea who we once were, we can open up more to new exciting things like new hobbies, for example, new experiences, new relationships, new journeys on our lives. To be fair, change is scary. We don't like the unknown. We like knowing what's going to happen. And I hate changes like 99.9% of the time they're happening. But once they happen and I look at them from the bigger perspective, I am usually glad they happened. Or even if I'm not glad, I can at least accept the change and I can accept the fact that change does happen and it is part of our lives. A massive helper for me in this sense was letting go of the things that were pulling me back to that old and happy eating disorder consumed self. For me, it was weighting myself every single day, taking my measurements, taking photos of my body, creating this insane collections of inspiration of people, what I would like to look like. And also approaching food as good and as bad. It was one of the worst habits I used to have. Which, by the way, is something I've dedicated an entire episode to. So I will link it in the show notes in case you would like to listen to it. And that behavior was pulling me back. It was still reminding me of my past self that was stuck with the eating disorder mindset. And it was consuming my thoughts. Similarly, like one or two years ago, I got rid of the old clothes that I was keeping at the bottom of my closet for literally like the past six or seven years. And I would still somehow maybe hope or think that I would wear it again one day. But none of that would fit me anymore unless I would be like insanely skinny. And that's not something I want. So it felt really good and refreshing to get rid of all of that clothes. Because it doesn't remind me anymore that I used to be a certain way and it doesn't pressure me to feel like that's how I should be like again. Because that's not true. All these little changes make a big difference in how I started perceiving myself and the direction I was going in. I'm not going back in time to become that older version of me, but I am allowing myself to grow, to become that young lady or older lady or whatever that I was meant to be from the start. What I am about to say is again one of the cliches, but nevertheless it's true. When we let go of who we were, we have space to become who we are meant to be or who we want to be. I know with an eating disorder or body dysmorphia, with negative body image or disordered eating, it's so fucking hard to let go of that past, of that idea we used to 
kind of fight for for so long but it is necessary to do so in order to be able to grow from that and to allow ourselves to recover and to heal whatever you feel like is holding you back from growing from recovering from being healthy from being happy let that thing go it's not an overnight process not at all of course it takes time and the longer you've been attached to that past self the longer it's probably going to take to let it go But again, it's what will allow you to move forward and grow and evolve. As you can see, my mind still sometimes gets back to those thoughts, but it took me years to get rid of that body ideal that I used to have. I used to believe I need to reach one day. Luckily, I feel with the time going on, I was able to create an idea what I think a healthy, normal-looking body should look like. And there are no strict boundaries of this is healthy, this is not healthy. I think it's very open-minded in many aspects, which for me personally, it's a huge step forward. And yeah, it takes a lot of time, but it's not impossible. So that's all I have for you guys today. I know this episode was a little shorter, but I felt like I've said what I wanted to say and I said what I thought I needed to say. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe to the Binge on Salva podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or any of your favorite platforms so you don't miss any future episode. I'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. Until then, have a great rest of the week and talk to you soon. Bye!